Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Demimond Paranormal Podcast. In this new episode, we will be talking about um, haunted castles, um, haunted chateaus, stately homes and houses all across the world. I thought that would be a really interesting topic for tonight's episode, since last couple weeks, a couple weeks ago, we did something a little unorthodox for Demimond Paranormal Podcast. We did it on, um, murder mysteries, but for this episode, we're gonna keep it straight and traditional. We're just gonna keep it into hauntings for this week's episode, which is, you know, just diving right into the haunted castles of the world, in anywhere in the world, really. We're not zeroing in on one country in particular. Oh no. We're going to all around the world. We could jump from Spain to Germany, from Germany to Mexico. Who all, who knows? But I hope you enjoy this podcast as usual. And also as usual, I'm Tori from Demimond Paranormal. And I hope you join us on Facebook.com as well. As well as here on Anchor, as the same name, Demimond Paranormal. We'll be glad to have you. We want to keep our paranormal family growing. And we want to keep it entertaining as well as educational. Without any further ado, let's dive right in. And I'll see you guys in the next segment. I hope you stay tuned. And welcome back to our first ep- our first segment of Demi Mond Paranormal Podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about haunted castles or haunted chateaus or even haunted stately houses and mansions as well. So I hope you like this episode as I've been looking forward to doing something on this topic for a while. So join me, will you, as we dive in deep to the deep and forgotten.
So hi guys and welcome to another yet another episode of Demi Mond Paranormal. Now in this episode I'm gonna take you to a few places here. Some are haunted castles, some are haunted chateaus, and some are haunted mansions and stately houses and all that good stuff. But I just wanted to start off with a little bit of an honorary guest or a honorable mention before we get into some of the more in-depth accounts of hauntings in these places. One of these places is called Casa Loma in Toronto. Now, Casa Loma in Toronto, Canada was owned by a businessman named Henry Pallet. And his Gothic Revival Castle was created was completed in 1914. It actually includes secret passageways and storage areas, so it's very um, easy to get lost there. Now there have been rumors of ghosts on the property for years and years, and also the estate is now even decked out as a haunted house during the Halloween season. So, if you want to travel all the way to Toronto, Canada, make sure you visit Casa Loma and get your spook on. And who knows, you might actually see a real ghost. Now, our next location is Dreskill Hotel in Austin, Texas. Now, this... This historic Romanesque landmark, which was opened in all the way back in 1886 by cattle baron Jesse Dreskill, it had hosted many big-name celebrities who stayed there in this hotel, and also politicians throughout the years. It is also well known to have a history of paranormal activity. Now, this history of paranormal activity had been following the deaths of several guests, including the suicide brides. And who were the suicide brides? Well, apparently there were two honeymooning women who took their very lives in this hotel in the same exact room 20 years apart, and they're said to still roam the hallways of the Dresskill Hotel in Austin, Texas. Our next honorary guest on our list here is the Kehoe House in Savannah, Georgia, USA. Now, this mansion is set on Savannah's Columbia Square. The Queen Anne Brick Mansion was completed in the May in May of two of eighteen ninety two for couple William and Anne Kehoe and their ten children. And also a few of those children sadly had died in the house. The building was then converted into a bed and breakfast in 1992. And guests have also reported hearing these sounds of, well, children at play. To find nobody there. And just to have, hear ghost children playing at odd hours of the night. So my next guest on my list here is 
Edinburgh Castle in Scotland. Now, Edinburgh Castle is nestled at the head of Edinburgh's old town. Now, this castle is from the 12th century, and it was a fortress for many years and an active military base. But if stone walls could talk, and boy would they tell a story, they would tell a story of grim tales, that including of a piper man who entered the house, the castle's tunnels, never to be seen or heard from again. But even though, to this day, visitors report hearing music echoing through the fort's empty chambers. In this next location you may have heard of, I'll give you a hint. They made this into a they made this the topic of a film that came in to effect came out not too long ago. Um I believe it starred Jason Clark. Um I'll give you another hint. Sarah Winchester aka the Winchester Rifles. Or she was married to the man who created Winchester Rifles. And of course, we're talking about the Winchester Mystery House, located in San Jose, California. Now, when when Sarah Winchester commissioned a Victorian labyrinth, and I do mean labyrinth, to repel the vengeful spirits of the men whose lives were taken by the guns of her own husband's design, she would, conf- you know, she would conduct these seances. In these seances, she would make contact with the spirits of these men who, these men who were killed by the rifles owned by her husband. And they told her, or rather, to appease these spirits, she promised to build this huge, huge house, spiraling house. Like there's four stories. And there's 160 rooms, 10,000 window planes, and 47 stairwells. And some of these stairwells don't even lead up to anything. These stairwells could lead up to the ceiling, or they could lead up to a 10, you know, a 50-foot drop to your death if you take the wrong turn. And it's very easy to get lost in this labyrinth. So, they also say that this house is haunted by Sarah Winchester herself. I actually saw somewhere in a documentary years ago that there was these girls who came to visit this mystery house and they actually somehow made it to Sarah Winchester's bedroom and they saw an apparition of an older woman um, sitting at like a coffee table or her breakfast table or whatever have you having tea. And then she looked up at them, or somewhere along those lines, and poof, then she just disappeared. So who knows, maybe she's still trying to appease these spirits that were killed by the Winchester Rifles. Maybe they won't let her move on. Who knows. And our next location is Chateau du Chateau de Brizac, Brizac Quincy. France. Now this is the tallest building in the Loire Valley. Chateau Brizac is perhaps best known as the site of a grisly murder 
of Charlotte of France. Now, legend has it that Charlotte was the illegitimate daughter of King Charles, and she was killed by her husband after he discovered her adulterous behavior. She's known as the Green Lady, which is named after the color of her dress, in which when she what the color of the dress she was wearing, especially at the time of her death, and she is known to haunt the the she is known to haunt the castle's tower. Now I just want to mention one thing before we move on to my next honorary guest of our list. Now, when I said, you know, haunted castles, chateaus, mansions, and stately houses, um, eventually, I mean, Peter, I am going to mention, like, maybe some hotels and maybe even some restaurants that I think will make the cut. Um, but not especially as, as much as I will, like, talk about castles and mansions and stuff like that. That's the actual star of our episode tonight but there's a certain ones I feel like I should the story's interesting enough that it will make the cut for tonight's episode and that brings us to our next place here we're going all the way to Calgary, Alberta and we're going to visit the Fairmount Banff Springs Hotel now this is one, one of Canada's most historic railway hotels the Fairmont the Fairmont Banff Springs has been associated with the paranormal since its construction all the way back in 1888 one notable tale includes a very unfortunate bride who caught herself on fire when descending the candlelit stairs for a f- in her full wedding attire now, this ghost bride of the Fairmont Banff Springs has been dubbed and supposedly can still be found in the, ho- in the hotel's ballroom, eternally waiting for her first dance. And I bring us to our next location here, which is Rainham, Rainham Hall in Norfolk, England. Now, Rainham Hall was completed in 1637 and is considered one of the most splendid English country homes of its time. And by looking at it, y'all, oh my god, I'd still consider it splendid. Now, the estate has been garnered for an infamous reputation thanks to the, now you may have heard, you may have heard of this, entity. She's known as the Grey Lady of Rainham Hall. It's believed to be the spirit of the adulterous Lady Dorothy Walpole. The brown lady caused an uproar when a photograph purporting to have captured her her essence was published in December of 1936. So that's a pretty famous portrait of a ghost. It's a brown lady of Rainham Hall. Now, a lot of people consider that photograph to be a hoax and a fake, but I was never sure, to be honest, because, like it was said, it was taken in 1936. But I could be wrong, but who knows? 
Who knows for sure? You guys let me know what you think. And I'll take into consideration. Now, this next spot here. I just love, like, houses. I don't know about you guys, but I think they're just so pretty and, like, so special and whimsical and nautical. Our next location is St. Augustine Lighthouse and located in St. Augustine, Florida. Now, the lighthouse, which was the first in Florida, gained a dark place in Civil War history when its light was removed to disrupt Union shipping. Visitors report encountering encounters with the friendly spirit of a Union, Union artillery Ossifer come lightkeeper who was by the name of William A. Harn. So he's a nice guy. So if you ever visit the lighthouse, make sure to say hi to Mr. William A. Harn. Okay, our next location is the Cavalier which is located in Virginia Beach, Virginia. In June of 1929, Adolf Coors, who was, if you guessed it, the founder of Coors Beer, excused himself from the table mid-breakfast and proceeded to his room on the sixth floor, where he then jumped from the window to his death. Now, this is a hotel and it being as old as the Cavalier, there are more than a few skeletons in its closet, if you will. However, the death of Mr. Coors is now the most known and the most haunting. A couple who held their wedding wedding at the Cavalier, they claimed that the apparition of Mr. Coors is present in their wedding photos. Other guests report ghostly activity on the sixth floor. Since the Cavalier's 80 million renovation was completed, there has reportedly been reportedly been less activity. But the only way to know for sure is to book a room for yourself and try to find Mr. Coors. Maybe he's hiding in one of your wedding photos. Why don't you take a look? And a very famous castle is up next. You may have heard of it. It's called the Leap Castle, located in Ireland. Now, this bloody legend of Leap Castle dates all the way back to its construction in the late 13th century. Um, It's been inhabited by several destructive Irish clans throughout all of history. Many violent deaths have been taking place within these storied walls, trapping the victim's souls for eternity. One of the most disturbing aspects of the castle's construction is the, the hidden obligate, which holds the bodies of nearly, nearly 150 people, and it was not discovered until the 1920s. Also, the legend of the Red Lady, who has been seen holding a dagger, is one of the most common seen apparitions spotted on the grounds of the castle. And also, I want to mention 
that there is supposedly an elemental spirit in the basement of this very, very, very haunted castle located in Ireland, which has quite the number of ghosts, if I don't say so myself. Our next location is the Lizzie Borden House, located in Fall River, Massachusetts. Now everybody knows a little taunting nursery rhyme where Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Um, now, as we all know, this haunting nursery rhyme was associated with the 1892 murders of Andrew and Abby Borden by their, which I, I think it was their daughter, Lizzie, da- Lizzie Borden. But that's still open to speculation. Some people say she, you know, paid somebody off to do it for them. Somebody say, some people say it was the maid who did it. Who knows? Anyway, now this new, the, their New England style home blends beautifully in the background of Massachusetts. It really is lovely and very large, nearly disguising the atrocities that took place inside. It was quite violent. This home is actually now a museum and it's also a bed and breakfast for those brave enough to stay overnight. Um, some experiences you can have at Lizzie Board and Bed and Breakfast is electricity surges, you can also see shadowy figures, and you can hear floors creaking overhead when nobody is in the house. And those are some activities reported by guests in the proprietor. So if you're brave enough, and or you have an experience at the house, let me know. I'd love to hear any experiences. Because I, I myself would like to visit that that location. I think it would be really interesting. And also, you guys let me know. Do you think Lizzie Borden actually did kill her parents? Or do you think it was somebody else? Or do you think it was her and somebody else working with her? Who knows? That you let me know your theories about that because, once again, it's a mystery that hasn't completely officially been solved yet. And our next location is Merchant's House Museum in New York. Now, Merchant's House was built in 1832. Now, this quaint little townhouse is a shining example of the late federal architecture and one of the first landmarked buildings in New York. Now, it is done in the style of Greek Revival, and its its interiors have remained um, exclusively the same since the Treadwell's family's occupancy, which had lasted nearly... 100 years. Gertrude was the last to was the last Treadwell to reside in the home and she had died upstairs in the bedroom at the age of 93. Staff and visitors have experienced and they have reported that Gertrude's spirit still remains in the house causing all sorts of mischief. 
And our next location is Ruthen Castle, located in Wales. Now, beneath the sand, beneath the red sandstone facade of this gorgeous, gorgeous medieval castle lies a gruesome history that supposedly still haunts the estate today. One of the apparitions who is most likely seen is known as the Grey Lady. This mysterious woman is said to be Lady Grey, who was put to death before murdering a peasant girl who she had suspected to be having an affair with her husband. And that's it for this segment. I hope you join us in our second segment. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as I am enjoying presenting it to you as I enjoy doing the research for this episode. Alright, without any further ado, I will see you in the second segment. Or actually the third segment if you consider the introduction a segment. But either way, I'll see you there. All right, and welcome back to another episode, another segment of Demimond Paranormal Podcast. And in this segment, I just want to start off with a bang here. I'm going to take you to a few German haunted castles. That's right, German. I know that we said we weren't going zero, we weren't going to zero in on a country in particular, but we'll just you know kind of miss and mix match and kind of zigzag throughout Europe and all other places but I found like a few castles here that are supposedly haunted and it should be pretty interesting to learn about alright so our first castle here that we're going to look in on is the Peter the Great Schloss Swervin castle located in the Mecklenburg area in western Pomerania. So you can't make any list of Germany's spookiest locations without mentioning the Peter Mokchen castle. And this is the country's most high profile ghost castle. Haunted Castle, I should say. So, this is the, supposedly, the ghost of a little person in cavalier costume. And he has defended the cellars of the ancient castle castle at Sreven for centuries. Indeed, he is depicted in art in the castle as early as the 17th century, when legends say he he terrorized military commanders who commandeered the fortress during the Thirty Years' War. He is known as a ghost for throwing objects and making noises, and if one story is believed, some say that urinating on a sleeping general Some people believe that, as a ghost, he urinates on sleeping generals. 
It is also believed that Peter Monchen is said to, to have ensured that nobody who had, does not have the best interests of the castle in mind should ever stay there. He'd throw stuff at them and do other things that are listed, listed before. And of course, some has suggested that the story was just a cover-up for the actions of soldiers peeing on each other in but those people are spoiled sports. Our next castle here is Berg Elks. And you may have seen this castle in many Instagram posts if you have Instagram. It is the epitome of what you would think a German castle would look like. Mixing stone walls with half-timbered turbulence, pro-turbulences, turbulences. It looks like something out of a castle. Without further ado, for lack of a better word, to describe how this castle looks like. And, amazingly, it's been in the same family for over 850 years, y'all. And that's a fact they're very proud of. And it has actually never been taken in an armed conflict. This refusal to give in to is embodied in the tales of Agnes, who was the daughter of a fifth count of Elts. Promised to a, and she was actually promised to a noble, a fellow nobleman when she was a young girl. When she met him as an adult, she was appalled about how cold and rude he was. After refusing to have anything to do with him, she sent she sent him packing his bags. She gave him his walking papers, so to speak. Despite his entreaties, she refused to marry him. And finally, he laid siege to the castle, so he did not take rejection very well. Seeing troops pour into the courtyard, she put on a helmet and a, be- a breastplate and picked up a sword, and she threw herself into the fray. She inspired the castle's defenders to repel the attackers, but when it was over, she had died, her chest pierced with an arrow. That although ever since, you can still see her apparition, which is the sorrowful spirit of Agnes, who is said to linger around the castle especially in the bedroom where a perforated 15th century breastplate hangs. And our next location is from the scenic ruins of Berg Verdenfels, Ver- which is towering over the town of Garmisch Partenkirchen. Actually, it boasts of a number of ghost stories, including the ghostly singing of an imprisoned noblewoman. But we will actually focus on something else, a more harrowing event. Now, this takes place in the 16th century, when the region was seized by witch witch hunts, and it was sparked by poor harvests. 
and abrupt changes in the climate. Now, people suspected witches, which many of these people who suspected witches were older men and women, and they were taken to the castle to be imprisoned in appalling conditions, only emerging only emerging to be tortured as part of the judicial process. Some local folk tales suggest that the castle was the scene of executions, including burning at the stake, but records are sketchy at this detail. Since then, it is said that Fordenfels became a place of terrifying reputation with reports of tormenting ghosts roaming the site. Things got so bad at the site that it had to be apparently exercised and stones were taken to build a church. But today it is rather a beautiful if sad spot that's popular with hikers. And I I dare y'all to take a hike. Now I take you guys to the Sloss Ludwigsburg. Now considering the magnificence and opulence of the Baroque style palace built by the Dukes of Württemberg in the 18th century, you've been forgiven for thinking that the place might have been haunted by some of the personalities who lived there, such as the Duke Earl Eugen. This larger-than-life figure had big taste for guzzling food and working his way through the ladies at the court. But, however, some of you, if you believe the legends and the reports of ghost hunters, it's the hired help that's doing the hauntings. But in not the heirs that do the reported haunting of the place. Departed servants in also have been blamed for poltergeist activity. Strange noises have been reported and one rather spectacular incident in the 19th century was when a guard for the post of the King of Württemberg was supposedly attacked by an unseen force, causing patrols to be doubled ever since. Protecting the palace or taking revenge on the place they live in life. So you you know, you decide for yourself. What do you think it was? So now we're going to make our way out of Germany and we're going to go to a kind of similar place known as Austria. And we're going to visit the castle, Moonsham Castle. Moonsham Castle Musham Castle is located just outside of Salzburg. Musham Castle is the site of the Salzburg Witch Trials, which took place from 1675 to 1690. Now, hundreds of people, mainly men instead of women, were imprisoned and tortured at this castle. It is said that their lingering spirits are said to haunt the castle. Our next location is a castle located in England. Now, this castle is known as Chillingham Castle, and it is known to give you the chills. 
It is known as three things. Three things it used to be. Used to be it used to be a monastery, a royal residence, and army barracks during World War II. The castle was also known as being the most haunted in Britain. The most ghostly resident is the is known as the Blue Boy, who according to the owners used to haunt the pink room in the castle. Ghosts have reported seeing blue flashes and a blue halo of light just above their beds after a loud wail. Now our next location may ring familiar for some of you at least. It is known as Frankenstein Castle, located in Germany. Now it is said that this was the inspiration to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, or known as Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus. Now, this castle is built on legend and myth. It is surrounded by dark is surrounded by the dark and mysterious Aldenwald. The castle was the home of Johann Conrad Dippel, who created potions and elixirs, and was possibly the inspiration for, you guessed it, Dr. Frankenstein. As of 2008, the series Ghost Hunters International, let me, let me know if you guys ever watched that, recorded paranormal activity at the castles. Now, our next location is located in Beijing, China. It is known as Chowne Number 81 or Chowne Church. It is noted as being Beijing's most celebrated haunted house, and there are no records that exist that explain why the home was built. There has been also numerous disappearances associated with this property. So, at the entrance of Xiaonei number 81, there's a notice stating that there are no ghosts on the property, but the people of Beijing know otherwise. One of the most common tales is about the mistress of a government official who had committed suicide in the home after the official left her during the Communist War. She is said to now haunt the property. Also, other legends purports that the home was actually commissioned by a British priest who attended it for it to be a church. But when he went missing before the constriction was ever completed. And then there's a third legend or rumor. Now this consists of three drunk construction workers who disappeared on the property. And according to the vintage news, the three workers were actually in the building next door when they decided to take a break to break through the wall which separated the building from the Chowne home, and they were never seen again. And next on our little list here is a chateau located in Brittany, France. The Chateau de Trezon is said to be haunted by a woman who was buried alive on the property. The legend goes that a thief had been lurking around the Chateau de Trezon 
and had spotted two people digging a hole. Then the two people dragged a young woman who was dressed in a bridal, gra- a bridal gown and threw her body into the hole. The thief then ran home and told his wife about what he had seen, claiming that he had overheard the two people saying that they buried the young woman alive because she had dishonored her family. His wife told him to run back and save the young woman, but once he had returned, the young bride was already dead. And there had been sportly apparitions of this dead bride on the grounds of the castle, of our, uh, of the chateau, I should say. Up next on the list is India. Now, this is known as Morgan House in India. This is located in Kalimpong, India, and it is said to be haunted by one Mrs. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Morgan, who had died in that home and was reportedly tortured by her husband prior to her death. Morgan House was once occupied by Mr. and Mrs. Morgan, who lived on the property, you know, just after getting married. So the legend states that Mr. Morgan used to torture his wife causing her to fall into a, gr- a great state of sorrow and unhappiness. But unfortunately, Mrs. Morgan died, and Mr. Morgan, poof, vanished, abandoned the property. But for decades, the home was in a state of disrepair until the Indian government took control of it. Now it's run as a boutique hotel, and people report hearing the tapping of Mrs. Morgan's heels in the hallways. So, you guys remember that honorary mention I made way in the beginning of the podcast? Um, the Casa Loma Hotel in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Well, I got a little bit more of a story for y'all. And it dates back all the way to the 1930s. Now, as we said, the hotel was, or the castle, was built by businessman Sir Henry Pallet in 1914 for his wife, Lady Mary Pallet. Well, today, visitors and staff workers at the castle report seeing apparitions and being touched by unseen figures and even hearing disembodied voices around the property. Now the castle is said to be haunted by several ghosts, one of which is known as the White Lady, and she is believed to be a maid who worked at the castle in the early 1900s. Then there are the tunnels, as we mentioned before, beneath the property, in which guests have reported speaking to and otherwise interacting with another ghost. Reports say that the formerly alive person in the, tun- in the tunnel was a friend of Sir Henry, who was hired to look after his horses. There has also been rumored sightings of Sir Henry and his wife, Lady Mary, themselves. People say they've spotted Henry glaring out of the windows on the second floor 
and as for Mary, who has been noted for turning off the cameras of those who have tried to capture or a snapshot of her in the afterlife. Our next location is located in South Africa. It is known as the Castle of Good Hope. In lo- now this is located in Cape Town. Now Cape Town's Castle of Good Hope was erected all the way back in the 1600s and its impeccably dark history began not long after the castle was built. One of the oldest colonial buildings in South Africa South Africa. It was formerly a station for Dutch East India Company ships. The windowless dungeons of the castles once housed prisoners of war who drowned in these dungeons, chained to the castle walls. The prisoners are said to haunt the Castle of Good Hope to this day. Our next location is the Czech Republic, and we're looking at the Hauska Castle. Um, this castle is often sought out by those keen on paranormal activity. Hauska Castle, Hauska Castle's Gothic architecture, it stuns and, sh- and sends chills running down your spine. This 13th century castle was apparently built around a crafter, a crater, sorry. It is said to be the gateway to hell. The castle sorted past, darkened even further as time moved on. It was later controlled by the Nazis and used for truly horrific experimentation. And next we go to Denmark for the Dragsholm Castle. The Dragsholm Castle is haunted by the what is known as the White Lady who supposedly had an affair with a servant and was thrown into the dungeons by her own father. Now it suffice to say that visitors should tread light as to not rouse her. The scenic castle was also home to the ghost of the Earl of, of Bothwell. Now if you, listen, if you listen closely within the castle, you can hear the hooves of his horse approaching from a distance. Woo! Now that is quite a list to go through. That's pretty spooky, some of these. You t- you guys let me know which was your favorite location that we had mentioned before. So that does it for this segment. I will see you after the intermission for our next segment. Our next and final segment. Without any further ado, I will see you then.
and welcome back to our final segment of today's episode. And the first, but certainly not least, the start of the end of our list for tonight is Castle Fraser, located in Scotland. It's located in East Scotland, and it is known for its wonderful architecture and its beautiful gardens, its fertile farmland, and yet it's also known for a terrifying murder. Now, according to local legend, a beautiful princess once stayed at Castle Fraser. Instead of getting a, a dress made for her by small creatures or meaning handsome highlands lords, the beautiful princess was brutally murdered in her sleep. Her body was then dragged down to the castle stone stairs and into the woods beyond. The castle's other occupants tried in vain to scrub her blood from the stairs, but they couldn't, because stone is porous. But anyway, instead they, they covered the stone stairs with wood paneling, which is still present to this day. And according to some, you can still hear the princess screaming as she haunts the castle halls at night. So do you think the castle is haunted? Maybe. But I wouldn't be surprised so if it was. Our next castle is located in Slovenia. Pajama Castle is known for its def defensible location because it's built inside a cave and because of its fortress-like features nefarious types tended to head to Pajima Castle when they are fleeing when they are fleeing from prosecution now one of these people was a renowned robber baron who settled his family into the soon to be haunted castle while fleeing the wrath of the Holy Roman Empire a long siege of the castle began, during which time it was destroyed and rebuilt several times. The robber baron built secret tunnels that led in and out of the castle, which some unfortunate souls got trapped in when an earthquake destroyed the building. Now, due to its long and bloody history, it, seemed, it is seen as an extremely haunted castle. But we wouldn't recommend checking out any of these secret tunnels by yourself. Now, when you hear this name of this castle located in England, you may think of like Disney princesses, like a princess, princess of ice or snow or something. This castle is known as Arundel Castle. And Arundel Castle is a spooky medieval castle located in West Sussex, England. It is a, an 11th century castle. It is supposedly haunted by numerous ghosts. And one of the most famous ghosts of all is the Earl of Arundel, who has appeared to hundreds of visitors over the years. Other spirits can be reported to be seen at Arundel Castle, 
and they include a blue man in the library and a young woman who jumped to her death. And now we're back to Ireland again, who has the, the, the distinct responsibility or the honorary, the honor of having two critically acclaimed haunted castles under their belt. And this castle that we're mentioning here is known as the Ballygolly Castle in Ireland. And while Leap Castle may be one of the most haunted castles of all of Ireland, Ballygolly Castle is known as the most haunted castle in Northern Ireland. See, there's a difference. So, Ballygolly Castle is home to a number of ghosts, the most famous being Madame Nixon. She died at Ballygolly in the 18th century and decided to remain for all eternity. Madame Nixon was apparently somewhat of a fashionista, and sightings of her report that she's wearing a beautiful silk dress. And if you were, you know, roaming around for all eternity, I would want to look flawless too. I can't really blame her for being a fashionista. You want to look good if you want to be around and being seen by so many people for years and years to come. So, our next castle is a very, very famous castle. You may have heard of it. It's called the Windsor Castle, located in England. It is the oldest and the largest castle in the world. And it has been the official residence of the British matriarchy, and has housed the royal family for over 100 decades. And of course there's ghosts, probably too many to mention. So, one of the ghosts that are supposedly haunting the castle is the ever-infamous Henry VIII. It seems even in death, in death, he is always wanting to keep an eye on the throne that was once his. He had a foul temper, and he had unfortunately suffered an accident, and as a result, his leg became ulcerated, and he had died. Many visitors to the castle have reported sightings of Henry VIII dragging him dragging himself through the corridors. Some have also claimed that the former monarch had can be heard shouting through the castle. Another hot spot for ghostly activity is the majestic library of Windsor Castle. And it has a regular visitor from the other side, Queen Elizabeth I, daughter of Henry VIII, had been spotted wearing a black dress and shot outside the library, or inside the library, rather. The clicking of her shores on the wooden of her shoes on the wooden floor is clearly audible, and believe it or not, King George III is also claimed to have spoken to her ghost. Another member of King Henry VIII's family makes an occasional appearance at the Dean's Cluster in Windsor. The ghost of Anne Boleyn has been sighted several times, while some claim she's just standing in the window. Others say that she is weeping in the window. 
Charles Charles I, who was decapitated in Windsor Castle, was decapitated there. He was ca he was captured in Windsor ca Castle, and he was later decapitated. But his ghost has been seen roaming around the castle with his head. And I have a couple more locations that we're going to finish up this list on. And also, we're going to give another honorary mention to Leap Castle in Ireland. Because it is, like we said before, one of the most haunted or the most haunted castle in Ireland. In that region of Ireland, I mean. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about the Newcastle Castle. And it dates back to the 2nd century. The Romans first built it as a port to guard a bridge over the River Tyne. Over time, it became a cemetery. There are varying accounts of when it was, it was turned into a graveyard. Some suggest that it was in the 8th century, while others argue that it was 400 years later, in the 12th century. That hundreds of bodies were moved to this location. Around 75 feet away from the castle is another structure called the Black Gate, which was built between 1247 and 1250 AD. It is said if you listen hard enough, you can hear footsteps in the empty corridors. Many visitors claim that you have captured images of a strange mist in their photographs, and even dark shadows and orbs have occasionally turned up. If you venture forth into the Queen's chamber, chamber, you may be welcomed by a faint sound of chanting. No one knows who recites the hymns, but stories suggest that there are spirits of chanting monks. There is also the ghost of a lady who is believed to pay the visit, only to attack and scratch and shove visitors. But don't worry, only a few have reported the phys physical ill treatment, but since we don't know who the lady picks her, we don't know how the, the lady picks her victims there is no advance on how on how not to be the chosen one also don't be alarmed if you smell some flowers around the staircases it may be the restless soul of a flower girl who was sent to prison because of a large debt she owed while she was raped and abused and finally beaten to death by the male prisoners my god that is terrible, isn't it? And our next place is known as Hampton Court Palace. And not too long ago, a couple of 12-year-olds who were on a trip to the 16th century palace. So they were busy taking photographs of each other and as you do on a school field trip. However, what they could not spot was a rather towering figure photobombing their cliques. And they could have easily avoided her, though the trouble was she couldn't be spotted with the naked eye. It was later then when they were looking through the pictures they saw the apparition, eerily fitting the description of the what is known as the Grey Lady. 
who was said to haunt the Hampton, the Hampton Court Palace. Now, stories suggest that this is the ghost of Dame Sybil Penn, who was a servant and nurse to Prince Edward and Queen Elizabeth I. She is known to have died from smallpox in 1562, after, he, after she had passed away. The Victorians were the first she seems to have visited. It is said that she never really stopped making appearances since then. Another famous visitor to the palace is King Henry VIII's fifth wife, Catherine Howard, who was accused of adultery, 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 <laughs> and then cruelly yanked to her death. Her restless soul is said to run screaming along the haunted gallery. The halls and corridors of Hampton Court are full of all disturbing secrets, as though the ghouls wanting to be noticed by the other side of the threshold turn up in a photograph here or there or make a ruckus here or there. Another infamous photograph doing the rounds is the figure of a is the faint figure of a small child in the queen's privy chamber now, now it is said that she is the ghost of children on, in Tudor dress that roam the palace so our last guest of honor is as we said before one of the most haunted castles in Ireland in that region and that, ca- and that country has two castles that are known as one of the most haunted places of that region, or that location. The Leap Castle, its actual age is cloaked in mystery, as is its story. Now, some say, some historians say that it was built in the 15th century, but some say that it was, it's much older and that it was built in the year 1250. Now, let's just, now I mentioned this again so we can get into the bloody history of the Leap Castle. Now, the bloody history suggesting that it's owning this castle is converted into honor. It was the home of the ruling clan known as the O'Connells in the 16th century when the Earl of Kildare would first attacked it. After an unsuccessful attempt, he raided three years before trying again. This time, he managed to knock down part of the castle. It was only four decades later later that the O'Connells were able to reclaim their castle. And as brave as they had been, the ruling clan had not exactly, was not exactly a friendly bunch. In fact, they were bitter and among the they were bitter contention among the O'Carroll siblings. So much so that one brother drew a sword into the other during a gathering. Like, oh my god. As the story goes, the victim, who had happened to be a priest, was in the midst of a family mass when his angry relative stormed through and killed him. This story, this gory accident earned the church where the accident took place. 
a fitting title, which was the title of the Bloody Chapel. And to this day, visitors report seeing shadows wandering near the priest's house. Some accounts suggest that the slight the sighting of a broad-shouldered and heavy-set man pushing up a barrel up the stairs, and as soon as he gets to the top of these stairs, he rolls it down. In much to the astonishment of onlookers, both the man and the barrel completely disappear. Another chilling account is that of the Red Lady, as we had mentioned before in this earlier podcast. Now, the Red Lady is seen lurking through the hall, out through the, all the alleys with a dagger, raising it as soon, raising it as though to stab someone. She is said to be the ghost of a woman who was captured and raped by the O'Connells. She was. She later fell pregnant, and her child was killed by her captors. So, if during your tour of the castle you you notice the smell of decaying flesh and sulfur, then there are chances there are chances that you have encountered what they call it. And yes, that is what the creature is known as, and that's what I'm assuming there that. They, the elemental spirit is referred to as it. They say that it is the, the size of a sheep and it is reported to have a decaying face. So what do you guys think of that? Uh, oh my lord. That is horrifying. Now, that concludes our list for tonight's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you guys in the outro.
Thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this podcast as well. I enjoyed presenting and doing the research for you for it. I thought it was really quite fascinating and I enjoyed doing these episodes. They're really rewarding for me to do as a hobby. And as always, I hope you guys join us on Facebook.com as well as any of the podcast listening platforms you may have found us on, such as Anchor or Spotify, Google Podcasts or Apple. Bullhorn, I think, is another one. And I just want to give another shout-out to our listeners from all around the world, especially our ones who are local here in the USA. As always, I'm Tori from Demi Monk Paranormal, and I wish do wish thee a good night. Make good choices. And be careful. Stay safe. Be careful out there, and I will see you in our next episode. For now, sweet dreams.